Cheers. Damn you, old man. Wait, wait. Old ass man. Shut up, old man. You smell like fart. No. Fuck your old. Damn it, Wade. And welcome to the Old Man Wade Show. I am your host, the God of Stubborn, the Lord of Laughter, Old Man Wade. I'm sitting here my lovely life. Hey. With her normal enthusiasm as always. And we are laying in bed. Uh, I forgot my wife had this random, what is this thing called? This little floaty. That's a lap desk? I, don't, I never heard of a lap desk, but apparently we have a lap desk. And. I mean, it's not that serious. It's literally a fucking hard surface with a pillow on the bottom of it. I just didn't know we had one. Like, I would have been using this when I have to come in the room and record. I would have been using this for a long time. And granted, I've seen it. I just didn't have any idea what it was. But now that I know what it is, I will be using this more often. Because it is awesome. Okay. (laughs) So, let's get right down to it. Uh, I've been trying to wait for people to finish the show so I can give a full, um, full episode uh, review on Invincible. So it's over. We know what happened. If you didn't know what happened, then skip to the next part. Because we're going to be talking about it. But before we talk about what happened, Valkyrie, what did you think of it? Um, I never read the comic. Like, you told me about the comic. I thought it was great. Um, I liked how edgy it was and, like, how brutal it was. Like, they didn't hold anything back. Um, I liked the storyline. I thought it was really good. Um, I was confused about some of it, but we talked about that. About like, so what are some things that you like? If you could think of offhand, you're confused that you're well, confused about because it's, it maybe it could help some people who didn't know what was going on. Uh, well, no, well, not confused by the show itself, but like stupid stuff. Like we had the conversation the other day. Um, why didn't his father raise him, knowing who, with letting him know who he was if he wanted him to have the same stance as him and kill humanity. Like, you can't raise your child to love and nurture and, and, and like, grow in a community and then be like, okay, fuck those people. We're going to kill all of them. Fuck them kids. It'd be like getting your kid to, like, fall in love with a little piggy and then slaughtering him for bacon and making him eat it. Like, you can't, you can't let them become attached. Like... Yeah, so when we discussed this, this was one of the things that comes into play later on in the show, um, where he talks about how, like, meeting his wife and living with his life and living among people re- caused him to raise him a certain way because he started seeing the benefits of humanity and things of that of that nature. But with the Viltrum, the planet he's from, that in his, like, I guess his more, um, his instincts, Viltrum instincts kicked in he kept all he could think of, this is what my purpose is, this is what my purpose is, like the nature versus nurture thing, which one's stronger, you know what I mean? So, I, go ahead. Uh, sorry, no, you can, I was going to say, my question is, is why did he all of a sudden decide that he had to go back to, like, hating humanity? Did I miss something? His, his, um, his DNA kicked in. Like, he, it was just kind of like, it was a completely emotional response when he, I thought, when he had two warring thoughts inside of his head like you know what I mean at one point it was his heart telling him that this is actually you don't even know whether it's his, it was his heart obviously said Viltrum but on the other hand his heart said let me not continue to beat the shit out of my son because I'm gonna kill him well no I meant like in general for him to just like flip the script like back to 
Like you were saying, he let his son grow up in it because, like, he, I don't know, I guess, like, fell in love with it. Not really, like, the humanity and stuff. Like, how and why did he, like, why was it the time all of a sudden for him to kill everyone? Because as soon as he knew and realized he had his powers, it was time for him to train them. And if there was anybody that was going to stop him, then it would be the Guardians of the Globe. Uh, oh, no, wait, because his son, he was waiting for his son's powers to kick in. Oh, whether or not, he didn't even know if they were going to have powers or not. And whether or not he's going to have to kill him because he's going to be a regular human? Yes. Well, I don't think he would have killed him because obviously he was 17 at the time. And I guess Viltrum's their power kick, powers kick in, I want to say, almost immediately. So there was no guarantee that he was going to get power. So from the looks of it, it doesn't. It seems that like he just would have been fine with just living a normal life, continuing to be Omni-Man, strongest person on the, on the planet. Then why? That's what I mean. Why did he all of a sudden decide to kill everybody? Did did he get a message? Like did no, I? No, there were no messages. I, it, from what it looks like, he just got emotional. Like on one hand, it was anger. It was like I can't believe that my son is defying me. You know what I mean? Because he was just gonna have a conversation. It seemed like eventually he was just gonna have a conversation. No, I mean like starting off the whole killing of the guardians. Starting off yeah, the whole. So like he just he so again his his I guess programming might be the right word for his programming kicked in. And he was like, okay, well, time to get started and doing what I was supposed to be doing when I was here. You know what I mean? Because his son got his powers. Yes. So he was just waiting for that. Yes. Okay. And eventually, as we saw at the end of the show, after um, Omni-Man beat the dog shit out of Invincible. <laughs> like, that was that was brutal. That that train scene? Yeah. <laughs> he just. I mean, it made sense, though. Like, you were like, oh, whoa. I was like, I mean... You're trying to get a point across. I guess it's a great way to get the point across. Like. He just held his kid and, and just didn't even move. Didn't even like force him into the train. He just held his head and was just like, this is going to happen. So, And he was killing people with his kid's face. Yeah. <laughs> it was it, 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 it was brutal, but it was more the idea of it was his father doing this to him. Because the scene where he killed the Guardians of the Globe was definitely more ruthless than that scene he fought with. Like, you know, there was more collateral. There was more damage caused by that by their fight, but still it was, this is his son beating him. And then he goes, he goes, why not? So I beating him. Well, it's another 17 years. I can have another one. This was nothing to me. I'm like, damn, man. Yeah. But I will say this, at the end of it, he goes, in 500 years and everyone's dead, what will you have? He goes, you, dad, I'll have you. And I was like, aw. And then he was just like, fuck this, I'm out. <laughs> like, it was like he couldn't deal with the emotions and just flew away. I mean, well, because children change your mindset and your thought process mm-hmm. and your... It, I, I, um, I honestly love it as a comic book fan, as someone who... Invincible is my favorite comic book series of all time. And I, I love the series. Watching it again, it was still just as good to me. It made me excited to see what they were going to change going forward. Some of the... Um, some, like... I actually wrote an article on this on some of the things that were actually changed in this and, and among them was the a lot of stuff happened after Nolan left Earth for example Robot getting his new body mm. that happened after Nolan left um, I'm trying to think of some of the stuff that may have happened um, Mark was already in college I think Mark was in college when the re- yeah when the Reanimen came in, Mark was already in college. The Reanimen. The dude who uh, re- brought up those corpses and turned was he already in college? No, in the comic book he was already. Oh, in college. I'm like, wait, I'm so confused. He wasn't in college in the in the show. Yeah. Okay. 
So there was. I'm trying Sorry to... for the dummies in the back who don't know anything about the comic. You have to be a little bit more specific. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? He's not in college. Yeah, I probably should have been uh, way more specific than that. I actually have an article that I wrote about that. The uh, the Mauler twins accepted the offer from Robot and asked them to the, um, help the, for the device. In the comic books, the Mauler twins just created the device themselves. Granted, the same result was immortal, if it not working, an immortal breaking it and coming back. And he needs a new name because he's totally not immortal. Well, yeah, no shit. <laughs> I think that's like the oxymoron, though, right? Like Same thing with Invincible? Like, yeah. N- neither is either. Like... <laughs> It's kind of a moot point. Like yeah. um, he's now died twice. The the idea that it was sped up. Oh, just for the people who didn't who didn't catch on to this, Immortal was, I believe he was Julius Caesar, and he was also Abraham Lincoln. Oh, throughout time. Yes. Uh-huh. And there's actually a part in the comic book where he talks about knowing that John Wilkes Booth was going to shoot him, mm. but he felt bad for. He was like, I felt bad for my friend after that, but. Knowing that it would raise suspicions if I didn't die, so he kind of let him kill him and he came back or whatever. Uh, some like I said, some stuff is sped up and slowed down. Uh, one of the things I wrote was there are twenty five volumes of Invincible of the Invincible comic book series. That's not including the um, companion comic books to the, the tie-in story. There's absolutely no way of adapting the level of source material directly, no matter how long Invincible runs for. It would simply take too long. Perhaps coming off a bit clunky and not uh, and not at all of the events that would translate well. Let's see, father versus son. So the, the final fight scene between Omni-Man and Invincible was much more aggressive and bloodier in the show than it was in the comic book. Okay. It's something as simple as, remember when uh, Omni-Man has, has um, Mark and he like slams him through the, the uh, cruise ship? Mm-hmm. In the comic, he just slams him into the bottom of the ocean. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So it was just kind of wasn't one of those things. Uh, Titan wasn't a family man in the comic book. He was just kind of an ass. He wanted power. He wanted to be the... Titan's a rock dude. Oh, okay. Titan wasn't like a family man. He wasn't an honorable person. I like that they made him like... I dig it. I, I have no... I mean, I don't... Again, I don't know the comics, so I can't really like... He's a better character here. Trust and believe. I just idea. like... I like his character. You know what it is? They make you like him. And then they make him like the head of the, Like, you know, the crime but, syndicate. Like... Yeah. But, like, you like him, you, you like his child, like, you feel, ha- like, happy for them that they're getting this better life, like, which is crazy, right? Because he's a bad guy that literally just killed everybody so that he could become the head of, like, whatever. But yeah. they give him, like, humanity, I guess I should say. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, Damien Darkblood wasn't an idiot in the series, in the comic book. <laughs> in the comic book, he came, he came back, like, a year later. And goes, I found out that Omni-Man killed the Guardians of the Globe. And when the chef was like, yeah, we've known that for months. <laughs> and they just, laugh, they just laughed at him. The, 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 the robot became, I already mentioned that, that he was already, um, he came into play a lot later in the comic book. So do they end up, I mean, I guess I have to wait for the second season, but do they end up, does him and Beast Girl actually end up? Beast Girl? Oh, whatever. Monster Girl? Oh, Monster Girl? Yeah, you, you have to wait to see that. I was like, Beast Girl. Like, I think that's an actual car- comic, comic character. Uh, Amber in this comic... Amber in the comic book is white. Shrinking Ray in the comic book is a dude. So they switched those two around. Not really a big deal, but I think it was cool that they have more inclusiveness in the show. Mm-hmm. So I'm with that. Especially because it doesn't really affect the flow of the show, the point of the show. So changing those characters didn't really 
it was a big deal, but it wasn't a huge deal. You know what I mean? Like they it didn't, didn't fuck up the storyline. Exactly. You were still able to maintain. Oh. It's because they were trying to like get away from probably having an all white pasty cast. Yeah. They realize, and you know, with only penises, because they realize that there's more than just white people oh, who look. are men. <laughs> uh, Mark's best friend William was in the closet up until the maybe the, the towards the end of the comic book series. Mm-hmm. But he in made, the show, he was always out. Right? He was always out. So that was one other thing they changed. But I feel that a lot of it had to do with they made a couple of um, offensive jokes to the like you know when you see something when people would say oh that's so gay. Yeah. They took that out because, you know, reading it now, I'm like, ooh, they should be saying that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they took that out, which I thought was good. Just like, make William gay right from the beginning. Yeah, no, they're 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 trying to do this with a conscience. Mm-hmm. Oh, and lastly, the rampage that Nolan went on in the seventh episode was not in a comic book at all. The rampage. When he when um Cecil was trying to kill him. Oh, uh, yes. That didn't happen in a comic book. They, they made Cecil a lot smarter. And a, he, they made him a lot more like Nick Fury in the sense that he didn't trust anything. Cecil wasn't trusting in the comic books, but here he was just he. It he's was like, skeptical of everyone. Yeah, I like it. He's smart. That's oh yeah, you should. And he's, be. he's also I, th- I think he's trust the, no one. I think he's one of the two or three best characters on the show, hands down. No, I, I like him. It's funny the, the show's called Invincible. I think Invincible may be the fifth best person on that show, like Debbie Cecil. Probably Omni Man and Amber, I think, are all not Amber. Um, Adam Eve are all better than him. Uh, I guess so, but I mean, I don't know. He hasn't really gotten a chance to build himself either. It's, I feel like season two is going to be more his thing yeah, than this was kind of like building this the just, entire world. Yeah, I what? So I was thinking about this like yesterday. What are your thoughts if they try to make this into a live action? Do you think that's possible? I think it's too soon. Because no, I've but seen, not like right of, now, but like in the future. I don't think it's a good idea. There's too much, there's way too much that goes on. 25, 25 volumes, not issues, people, volumes of comic books. And considering that each volume has at least six issues. Could they do it as a live action TV show? I don't know. I don't see. I was just curious to see if they would do it. And like who they would cast for these characters and like. I've seen a f- I've actually seen a few. I've seen Henry Cavill playing Omni Man. Mm-hmm. Just give him because he's been Superman already. Just give him a big bushy mustache and gray him up a little bit. I saw John Hamm. I've seen Jeffrey Dean Morgan. John Hamm as what? Omni Man. I've seen Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Omni Man. That was I also another good. Which one? Uh, John Hamm. Yeah, John Hamm, John Hamm's good in everything. I love John Hamm. He's fucking great. <laughs> He's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, like it's Sorry. funny because he can play. He he can. We've seen him play drama in what's that show you like? Made Men. Uh, Mad Men. Lo- Mad Men. Thank you. I love that show. He was great and he was hilarious in the Incredible Kimmy Schmidt. He was hilarious in Thirty Rock. He, like, every time I see him, I love him. And every and every time I see him, he's phenomenal. It's fucking John Hamm, he's great. And I, I I especially love the fact that he doesn't take himself too serious. Mm. Like, he can just do stuff. So, I'm with it. I'm trying to think, is there anything else that we really need to talk about in terms of the show? Oh, the voice acting. So, one of the thing, one of the complaints that I've heard a lot of people have is the way the voices were dubbed. Right. It, it almost seemed as if the audio didn't match the, the 
the mouth. The visual? Like, why? I don't know. I didn't, I didn't notice, notice it. I didn't notice it either. But some people just paid closer attention to me. Apparently. I, I particularly just didn't notice, so this wasn't something that... Is it like a nanosecond? Like No, it, I noticed it a couple it, times I, Like I Now one. I need to... No, I need to watch it again and be like, wait, no. I noticed it in episode one with Mark, but I didn't really notice it much more after that. Every so often I'd see it, but not enough that Listen, it would bother me. Maybe it wasn't in the budget. Like next season, their mouths will match. Yeah. So I also, <laughs> so now, now that you've seen Omni Man and you've seen The Boys, who wins in a fight between Homelander and Omni Man? Oh, Omni Man. He's definitely fucking wrecking that dude. And, like, I feel like, I mean, I don't know. Do they actually get into a fight or do they join forces? They're so, both fucking arrogant pieces of shit. Well, the difference between Omni Man and Homelander is Homelander is all about greed and Omni Man's all about domination and control. Yeah, but. I mean, I feel like um, Homelander would be in on that, like, and be okay with that, because he would love to take over the world. But, like, so he killed everybody who was a threat to him. Yes. So you would assume Homelander would be on that level. But someone said to me that he wouldn't... They would join forces. Someone says that Homelander wouldn't even, like... Either they fought, he said Homelander wouldn't last more than five seconds. Yeah, no, definitely not. I mean, I don't... I mean, he has laser eyes, like... I mean, you see what a $4 billion laser did to Omni-Man. It did nothing. He That's got... what I mean. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's not... He won't be phased. <laughs> he's still, like, American. He's not... I just... He's not an alien. Like, he doesn't have super alien powers. He has super strength, though. He's, like, you know, close... I guess he's close to Superman, but... Yeah, but it's kind of like the other one. He ain't... He's not immortal. Like... <laughs> yeah. He may think he is, but when you're... When you're... Fighting a lesser... A lesser being. Being than you, which is what he does. Like, of course you're going to have control and whatever. God, it was so funny. I think he would end up being, like, Omni-Man's bitch. Like, oh, my God, yes. Like his, like little, his, his little yes lap dog. on the side. His little lap dog. Maybe kind of. Not, not as much. And then he might, you know, get foul and try to talk shit and then, you know. Get out of line and get spanked. Yeah. And by spanked, I mean, you know crushed head or something you know like he just i just don't even like someone said he would try to run away i was like yeah and then omni man would catch him and then crush his head like he does everybody else like there's no chance all right so that was our omni man review oh next up uh thankfully i asked super bowl copy who hasn't been on the show in a little bit i asked him to send me some audio on um just anything i was like what do you have on your what's going on in your mind tell me what's going on so I'm going to play it. We're going to stop a little bit to discuss it. Or we might just play it through and discuss it after. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Super Bowl Gavi. Hey, everybody. This is your friendly neighborhood Super Bowl speaking. And I'm tired, folks. I'm tired of people telling me that I can't disregard certain opinions. I'm tired of idiots, in my opinion, who think that just because someone thinks it, is worth saying out loud. All right, I'm, I, I want to stop right there. Because I agree with this wholeheartedly. Like, legitimately, it's okay to not talk. Sometimes it's... it's what, what does Spider-Man say? Sometimes it's good to know when it's time to shut the fuck up. Like, every yeah. fleeting thought in your head does not need to be said. In a world with QAnon, in a world where... Thousands of people ran up on the Capitol because they believed the big, giant lie. I don't know. Maybe we should be canceling some people. I mean, 
social media has been a lot better in my opinion since Trump's been gone. And even with him being gone, we still have people in power that are spreading his nonsense. Now listen, we've always had bad takes. We've always had bad opinions. But given the speed and the reach that these opinions have now with social media, if somebody's spreading a dangerous opinion, we need to squash that. We've seen the consequences of lies and conspiracy theories spreading like wildfire. These people straight up again ran up on the freaking Capitol building. Like, what, what is this? Are we like in a banana republic? <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, this is the United States of America. We need to be above the fray. Leave all that nonsense to Russia, all that fake news, all those lies to prop up a demagogue, a wannabe dictator. Leave that to them, not us. We're not perfect. I'm a black man. Trust me. I know we're not perfect. But we do have ideals. At least I thought we did. And part of those ideals was truth. What do we have if we don't have truth? And don't get me wrong. I don't want the government run by one party. I don't want one opinion to reign to reign over all opinions. I just want sane discussions. Now look, look. There's somebody out there right now who I disagree with 99% of the time. 100% of the time. Fuck that. Liz Cheney. There's nothing she's ever said that I've ever agreed with. When it comes to politics. But at least she's sane. And you know what that got her in today's world? That got her demoted. She used to be the third most powerful Republican in the country. But just because she decided that enough's enough, we need to stop lying to people, we need to start speaking the truth, her colleagues are trying to destroy her. That's the cost of treating every single opinion as equal. That's the cost of letting a lie spread without any controls. We need to do better, folks. Or we're going to lose everything we gain in this country. Period. Thank you, Superwoke. You got a sexy voice on because you just got back from work. <laughs> you did that shit late at night. I appreciate that. Um, it was funny. I was expecting to be, like some, I was expecting him to say something that one of us were going to debate with. And I, I have nothing. I agree with everything you said. No, I definitely agree with it. I mean, not everything does need to be said. Not everything is truthful. Not everything is necessary. Like, some of it is just, just keep it in, keep your mouth shut and walk on by. Yeah. Sometimes, like you said, things do not need to be said because mm -hmm. it, it doesn't help the situation or or give anything useful yeah like i've said this on here multiple times and i'll probably continue to say it but the idea of not even replying on something even when you feel that it could be a positive comment if i see something and someone's quoting a tweeting something or posting something and i want to comment if i have a feeling that what i'm saying may be misconstrued i just don't say anything i just keep scrolling you know what I mean? I'd rather not say it because who knows who, I'm, who the fuck I'm going to offend. Like, you know what I mean? 
this person doesn't know me like intimately. And when I have conversations with people, when I see something, I want to have a conversation with someone that I know intimately. I don't need to do it on social media. I can hit them up directly. Sure. Or or I could just or if it's going to be a social or if I only have their contact via social media, I will only comment via DM. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I can have a personal conversation with somebody. Uh, Lauren uh, Lauren Cheer, who's mm-hmm. been on the show, she um, was saying that she thought this post was I posted something about not wanting to. So I had to pause real quick because I wanted to make sure I get her comment right. She said, sometimes I feel like this is me. My being a white girl who's never been punched in the face definitely comes out when I'm at a protest. Not very good at not talking back to assholes. Now, see, this is different. This is absolutely different specifically because you're speaking to an asshole who's being an asshole. When I was talking about people who've never been punched in the face because they don't know the repercussions, I'm thinking about people who say this, who... um speak to people with the lack of respect when they're when the respect is given or someone who doesn't know how to lead and their only way of being in charge is through fear and intimidation that doesn't work with a lot of people even people who aren't in charge like if you come across somebody and you think the best way for them to get out of your way is to use fear and you know fear tactics sometimes that'll get you fucked up like you know what I mean but if you're protesting for and, and Lauren's awesome you know what I mean? So, if she's protesting for something, it's definitely a worthy cause. Mm. So, I don't really consider that, I don't really consider her being an asshole or something that's in this situation. Uh, what are your thoughts? Uh, I think the same thing. Like, there, I think it's different. I get what she's saying, though. Like, yeah. she doesn't have the fear because it's never happened to her. She doesn't, and she can't help herself. Yeah. But, um, I think... I think the sense that you're talking about is completely different. Yes. Um, I feel like in your case, what you were talking about is someone who is entitled and makes dumbass comments because they don't know they can be fucked up. Yeah. Like, I definitely have come across people like that and let them know. Like, I will fucking smack the shit out of you. Oh, my God. What's that show we love? Um... Dead like me, Jasmine, uh, Jasmine yes. guy. With all due respect, sir, I will fuck you up. <laughs> I literally, when somebody was messing with the dog the other day, told the kid, I will smack the shit out of you, and then you can go get your mother, and I'll beat her ass. Get the fuck away from me. Yeah. <laughs> because he was fucking with my dog. Don't fuck with my dog. Like, don't be a little dick. And don't think that I won't smack the fucking shit out of you. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, go fuck yourself. Yeah, like, if you're going to come at me like that, I'm going to come right the fuck back. And your little whiteness in West Roxbury is not going to fucking save you. I don't give a fuck. I will smack the shit out of you. I don't give a fuck. And when they say, why'd you did it? Because he came at my dog. Like, I'll fuck you up. Because my dog won't, even though people want to pretend that pit bulls are vicious. They're not. That vicious pit bull. (laughs) Duke is, the only time Duke is vicious is when he's playing with his toy. And even then, he's not vicious. We are back from a quick break. Uh, Valkyrie hadn't seen the trailer for Loki, so I wanted to make sure that she saw that. I had seen it already, but before we get to my thoughts, what did you think of the trailer? Um, it looks good. It almost has like a John Wicky type vibe, like that, How like, so? like that dark, like, like fighting, you know, like against the like the time and people, and I don't know, just. Like, just the vibe of it. Like, uh, or maybe like, um, 
what do you call it? Um, oh my god, I can't think of the name of it. Quantum Leap. Did you mean John Wick or Bill and Ted? No, no, no. I don't mean because of the time travel piece. I just mean about him being like going after like a cause or doing whatever. But is he really going at a, at a, at a cause? His cause, Loki's cause, is always Loki. Yeah, true. So I love it. I I like that we're not. Um, I like that Loki is still the exact same person that he was throughout the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, nothing's changed. He's still an asshole. He's still sly. He's still slick. Well, I mean, you wouldn't expect it to change, would you? Like he said, like, why would he ever trust him? You've literally stabbed Except people everybody in the back. In the back. Yeah. No, he said, like, you've literally, I've, I've started every, every moment of your life. You've, you've literally stabbed 50 people in the back. But I won't do it again. No, exactly. I love it. I, I can't wait to see it. It's actually coming out June 11th. I have high hopes for it. I feel that this is going to be the most entertaining of the three Marvel series that we're getting this year. Mm-hmm. WandaVision, WandaVision isn't going to... I think WandaVision was better than Fal- the Falcon and the Winter Soldier for a lot of reasons. But the Falcon and the Winter Soldier may have been more entertaining mm-hmm. I guess maybe because it was probably more fast paced you know what I mean but if I had to watch one of them over again I'd probably watch WandaVision that makes sense I feel like Loki's going to be and what's funny about it is Loki has a, the potential to be a better show you know what I mean like it could be something that we look forward to. it could it could be just as deep as WandaVision mm-hmm. because there's a lot of layers to Loki he's not just the god of mischief there's a lot going on in his mind, with his insecurities, why he is the god of lies, the god of mischief. I feel like I heard at some point we're going to get Loki the woman, which is great. Oh, really? Yeah. In <laughs> that show? Yeah, at one point. <laughs> like, because the time is splintering? Like, yeah. Is it like an alternate? Alternate reality. But in the regular, in comic book continuity, after Thor died and basically ended the line of Asgardians by, you know, the cycle of Ragnarok, they die to come back, to die to come back. Yes. So Thor ended the cycle. So once you die, that's it. But once he came back, he was just like, now that you've ended the cycle, give the Asgardian warriors something to actually live for, knowing that if they die, that that's it. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so Loki comes back, and he comes back in Sif's body, mm-hmm. and Thor is like mad, was madly in love with Sif, and he came back looking like her, it was the biggest troll move I've ever seen in my life. I mean, that's what he's all about, though, right? Yeah. He's like a big-ass he's, troll. He's the god of trolls. Yeah. It's, it's phenomenal. But uh, here's something that has been actually been making its rounds in the comic book world. Loki was taking, taken off the uh, LGBTQ covers, and it was... And considering Loki... Wait, what do you mean? Off of what? What do you mean by? So, Marvel Voices is something that they do where a particular group of people have the opportunity to speak. Like they'll get LGBTQ LGBTQ characters as like the star of this particular series. Okay. So, I want to say this month was a- uh, Asian American Pacific Islanders Month. So this one, this month we saw was Jubilee was on there. Kamala Khan, I think Shang-Chi was on there. Black Voices, there was Monica Rambeau, I want to say Misty Knight and Luke Cage. 
So there's been, you know, and there was a Indigenous Heritage Month, there was Echo, Warpath, and um, other Indigenous characters. So in this one, Marvel Voices was Pride. Okay. And on the cover, you had a bunch of LGBTQ characters. Yes, yeah. Uh, Wiccan and Hulkling, Hercules. I hate to break it to you, bros. Hercules is bisexual. I mean, if nobody knows that. They're idiots because he's a Greek god and he's... Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they were all fucking each other then, along with children. He's probably also a child molester. Uh, Her- no. <laughs> Hercules is definitely not a child molester. Um, he's definitely not, you said? Definitely not. Definitely, definitely not. So in this particular, so I in, mean, oh, in this particular, in this on this particular cover, there was Wiccan, Speed, Prodigy, America Chavez, and then Loki was supposed to be right next to America Chavez. Now, why they take him out? So the theory is that because of the Chinese or Asian market that they took that off specifically because they don't like people in that in that particular area don't want they take they'll they'll boycott a movie or won't show a movie because there is a gay kiss and things of that nature. So the idea is that they think they did this because it's so close to the local premiere that they want to make sure that they still hit that mark as well. It's not a far fetched thing, believe it or not. This is something that um happens fairly often. I mean, I, I guess, I feel like it's a little bit different now because of technology. Like, there's a lot of shit banned in China. This would be banned for other reasons. Like, Well, not the comic book. They're worried about the Loki series. No, I'm talking about the series in general. It could yeah. be banned for anything. Going against government, going against, like, there's a lot of shit that's banned in China. Like, mm-hmm. a lot. Not just LB. No, no, no. I get, I get what you're. You're absolutely you're a thousand percent right. Okay. But I think that there's this. They, what they're saying is this is just this is this the theory. I don't know why they removed it. I don't think it makes any sense to do it. Loki has like you know he's always been super eccentric and very much has always seemed to be both into men and women. Yeah. So this I don't know why they took it off, but that has just been the like the assumption. Mm-hmm. You know what assuming? Mm. You make an ass out of you and me. Well, not me. Fuck that noise. I don't want to be an ass. <laughs> All right. Uh, so next up, we have the Venom trailer. I thought some of it was funny, but honestly, I was kind of meh for the most part. I think Woody Harrelson is going to be awesome. But other than that, I don't really have any... Reservations? Yeah. Um, It doesn't look bad. It looks better than the last one. That's what they it just, Yeah. I don't have much hope, though. That it will be. I feel like it's going to be just like the last one. The only good scenes are going to be what they showed in the previews. <laughs> yeah. So I was talking to Steve Van Sampson and a bunch of other people, and they were everyone has just been like, meh. And I know the biggest concern with people was the idea that they're making this too silly. Because the Venom character itself isn't necessarily silly. There are some, you know, humorous moments, because there's always going to be levity in comic books and comic book shows but the idea it was just like his Venom suit was just too childish mm. and like too goofy and it's, it takes away from the ruthlessness that can be Venom again they're trying to make his character likable at the same time still having him be like villainous mm-hmm. but I don't know the, what I don't get about it is, is 
Venom was always a likable character, you know what I mean? Like, people loved him for what he was. And he yeah, but like you this. have to think about... So, these shows now are not just about catering to people who know the comics and the TV. It's catered to people who don't because they're making shit tons of money off of that, like, right now. Like, mm-hmm. the fact that the general population is getting into this. I mean, they still don't read the comics, but they're getting into the comic movies. and the co- Like, I know a lot of people who are super into the comic movies who have never picked up a comic book in their life and, like, would talk shit about people. You know, you know, like, I just, I think they're trying to cater to all audiences. Which is a smart thing to do. Yeah. But I, but I will, let's go back to Invincible. They managed to, the creative team managed to keep really close to the source material, change some things, stay true to the characters, without having to kind of play to an audience. I get that, but it's also an animated series and they don't expect the generalized public to watch an animated series. Anyway, it's going to be people like you who already know the series. I agree. Because a lot of people, adults, think that if you watch animation that you're like childish or immature or like whatever. I agree and disagree only because it's been getting rave reviews online. Like people are actually talking about it. Like you can... Like, I'm on Twitter now. No, I know you... I'm not saying that it wouldn't, but that's, like, the... The, the thought process yeah. is, like... But, okay, like, these TV shows and movies, we have snagged in people who are not normally into this genre. Yeah. A lot of... You don't hear a lot of people watching, like, animated series of comic stuff that are not comic. I would agree. If this was 10 years ago, I'd agree. But because it's also on Amazon Prime, and now people have the idea that... People have the opposite of watching it whenever. Mm-hmm. And then they can get an actual preview and realize, oh... This isn't like my normal animated show. Because we've had so many animated shows, thanks to probably Adult Swim, showing that, like, you know, hey, these shows can be more mature. Look at The Venture Brothers or Metalocalypse. Like, Again, but that draws in a certain type of person. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't so the... t- draw in the general population. Whereas co- comic stuff has drawn in the general general population on top of its regular... So that's what I'm saying. So, like, because we've seen I have this... not heard one person that's not into comics talk about Invincible. The only people that I see talking about Invincible are people that are into comics. All right, so let's... Or switch... animation. So let's switch it off and let's look at The Boys. Okay. The Boys could be the same thing. It's not an animated but show. But it's a live-action show. But that's what I'm saying. Like, but, that's, but that's what I'm saying. I'm now comparing The Boys' creative team to Venom's creative team. The boys did the same thing. Like, the story changed, but the actual characters and what they look like and represent, it's essentially the same. Homelander was changed just a little bit, as was... um, The characters were changed, but the actual base of the character... Was still the same. Yeah, remained the same. So it's... I want... It's almost like the people at Sony who are doing the Venom movies feel like they need to do what Marvel's doing. It's like, there has to be... A joke here. We have to ruin, not ruin. Like they ruin. Marvel ruins a lot of like somber moments that could be deep with like a joke. Mm-hmm. I'll give you an example. Uh, Brandon Power, shout out to him, brought this up when he was discussing Avengers Endgame. That scene where Thor was like, "Just let me do this. Let me do this." Like he's like, "What do you know? What what runs through my veins?" And he goes, "Cheese whiz." It was funny as hell, but it kind of took away from the mo- like this moment that was supposed to be like one of Thor's few non-jokeable scenes. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's just times like that. It just seemed like it... I want... And hopefully... Maybe it won't be as... I don't want to say childish. I think childish is the wrong word. Maybe it won't be as a hysterical... Kitschy? Like, as like... Yeah. Yeah, like stupid little jokes. Yeah, maybe it won't be as bad as that one. It's like dad jokes. 
Yeah, like, catch up. What? And the ketchup goes there. I was like, come on. It's, it was funny. I laughed. And then, like, Venom sing, like, this little, this terrible song. as just cooking. It was funny. I did laugh both times I watched this trailer. Um, I honestly think that Woody Harrelson's addition to this is going to balance it out. That's my hope, because Woody Harrelson's, we've known, has, is a great actor. And it's, we always talk about him from Cheers in the 80s to seeing what he's become. Mm-hmm. What's that show? Natural Born Killers? The movie? Yeah. Yeah. If there was, he's like, that mo- That was like probably like, he was like, oh, he's not, uh, what's his name from the bar back from Cheers anymore? I mean, that came well into his career, though, mm-hmm. like, at, well after Cheers. Like, there, he's been in other stuff, too. That... Yeah. So, uh, just a quick look at the movies he's done. Well, Zombieland's not really a, a great, <laughs> a great, um, what's the word I'm looking for? representation of like him doing things that aren't necessarily goofy but again it was a little more serious than that he was supposedly he was great and true detective the people versus larry Fint, he larry flint he's loved in that as well so he's done a good amount of movies that aren't just you know jokey jokey uh solo a star wars movie he was good in that he died way too soon but yeah actually i don't think he died to the end of the movie that, of it now, but that movie was completely forgettable so who fucking knows yeah, like it was, there was nothing about that movie. I think that everyone, anyone, gave a shit about. All right, and lastly, we have some something that uh, both me and Valkyrie think is dope news. Well, as Valkyrie said before, I hit pause. It's nothing that's actually definite yet, but uh, Nora Baston to be named new Boston Police Commissioner. Uh, Dennis White's challenging the removal. Uh, this was reported by CBS Boston. Superintendent Nora Baston will be named the next Boston Police Commissioner, sources told WBZ-TV's I-Team. But the appointment is on hold as current Commissioner Dennis White, who was placed on administrative leave amid domestic violence allegations, filed a lawsuit to stop acting Mayor Kim Janey from firing him. I asked for our, jur- asked for our city's patience as we await the court's ruling, Janey said at news conference Friday. We cannot name a new commissioner until we deal with the current situation. White has been on administrative leave since February 3rd, two days after he was sworn in because of a domestic violence incident with his ex-wife years ago. An independent investigator was hired to look into, into the decades-old allegations. Janie, uh, Janie received the investigator's report April 29 and announced her decision at a news conference Friday. She said the investigation revealed a culture of fear and silence within the Boston Police Department, shocking, right, with the officers refusing to talk to investigators. She went on to say, what is often referred to as the blue wall of silence was confirmed by one retired officer who said he received five phone calls directing him not to cooperate with the investigation, Janie said. It was clear from the report that we have more, we have to move in a different direction. She said that going forward, all candidates uh, for department leadership will be subjected to vetting and background checks. Why that's just a thing? So I was just going to say that. So like when you go, when you first interview to get into a police force, they do vet you. They they mm-hmm. look at your background. They do whatever. I have several friends that are officers. I have actually been interviewed by police chiefs on my friend's behalf Same. as their characters and Same. as to their character and like anything that they've had come up from. Because they interview your exes and everything. Like mm-hmm. they interview everybody. Um... So I don't understand that if you've been on a police force for like a really long time and you're taking a position of power, why you would not be revetted to make sure there's 
nothing, you know, poor on your jacket. Like, you haven't done something that's, like, inappropriate or gotten, you know, in trouble for blah, 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 X, Y, Z, A, B, C. I don't understand why that wasn't done if he was taking a higher... Uh, a higher position within the force. Like, why does vetting stop? Because he's the male. If you want to be honest about it, like, and he's a white passing male. No, I mean, I don't. I don't think. I just don't think they've. They, it's because they don't. They don't do that. Like, once you're in, you're in. Like, there's no question. Which is weird to me, that you wouldn't be again vetted again to make sure there's nothing on your. Your, even your work background that can be questionable. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, uh, that was odd to me that it wasn't looked into. And because obviously this is an incident that happened in 1999 where a restraining order was actually placed by a judge on him and in regards to his ex-wife and his daughter who he was violent toward. Allegedly. And made threats to. Allegedly. Huh? I just keep saying allegedly because I don't want to get sued. <laughs> I'm just, I, well, allegedly. I don't know. It's what the article says, like, and it's what the police report says, and it's, I'm just. Oh, oh, then fuck it. <laughs> I'm, I'm just talking about what has been written down for public viewing. Oh, then fuck it. Um, <laughs> I just, I don't, I guess I don't understand how that didn't come up before he was placed into the position. I don't know, especially considering that you have to, like like you said, because you have to be vetted in such a way before you become a police officer, you figure the same rules would apply. Yeah, but, the, well, like, and that's half of the pro- problem with our whole fucking system is that once you're in, you're in, and you never get checked again. Like, that's fucking ridiculous. I mean, look even, at the, um, Even as a nurse, you have to do continuing education. Even as, like, a, a CNA, you have to do continuing education. Like, there's... No reason why... That was your phone. No, it was like, yeah, I got it. There's no reason why... Like, it's The just same rules shouldn't apply for a higher position. Yeah, and in a police force. Like, do they do continuing ed like everybody else? Do they do, like, repeat trainings? Do they do, like... I don't know, because I don't know how the police department works. But in a case... In any case, like, things should be looked at, I feel like. We've seen cases if, where, if um, I had a domestic violence thing on me, I could, and I'm a nurse, I can lose my license. Yeah. Like, you're not allowed to practice as a nurse if you have any kind of um, assault against anyone. It doesn't matter, like, what it be, a child, an adult, you, it literally disqualifies you from, from being licensed. Because you're working with the general population, and you're working with people, and if you you have assault, then they don't allow you to work with people. And I guess I just don't understand how it's not the same when you're talking about another position that gives you such power and gives you... So let's um, get into something else because you, um, you brought up... Uh, as we brought up... Like, I don't just, understand how there's not more restrictions. So Minneapolis and... police officer at the center of George Floyd's death had a history of complaints. So now they're getting now they're putting them on fed uh, fed case. Uh, excuse, let's, let me just read it. Minneapolis police officer seen kneeling on the back of an unarmed black man. Excuse me, innocent black man heard saying "I can't breathe" multiple times before he died. Was a 19-year department veteran who was a subject of dozens of police conduct complaints that resulted in no disciplinary action and that led to a letter of reprimand. 
The officer who was praised for valor during his career also once fired his weapon during an encounter with a suspect record show. So it's again, so it's like these are things that like why weren't these are things that should be taken into consideration when you're putting certain things. There have been multiple um there have been multiple uh, situations like this where I forget the um, the asshole when they they moved him from one place to another. I think it was the situation that happened in Baltimore, or maybe it was Atlanta. But he had a history of of a of like being overly aggressive, and they just moved him to another state. Yeah, it's like the fucking Vatican. Like you just move the priests around, and let them molest children, and as the town folk become aware of it, you just move them somewhere else. <laughs> instead of dealing with the problem it's the same thing like you everything gets swept under the rug and people are allowed to do fucked up shit because oh well um he he he's a he's an officer so it must be the other person's fault it must be something and what i don't understand is that how even other officers can't look at that and be like no bro he's aggressive like or no like i i I've worked in the medical field for years. Same thing. You cannot, if anything came up, like you'd be fired and you'd lose your license for the state board. You can't be aggressive like that. You can't be like, you can't, I couldn't go in aggressive at a, at a patient and do something harmful and not lose my fucking license. Yeah. It'd be impossible. Like this is the type of stuff that I don't understand when you have multiple, 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 then something needs to happen. Retraining should be happening. Oh my God, we, stop right there, stop right there. I, you, if for nothing else, there needs to be retraining. It, doctors do it. There's multiple, we found, out, we found out different things about the human body almost monthly. Nurses get retrained. In my job, I get retrained. Like, you know what I mean? There are, that, that's, that is one of the things that really annoys me is that when you say, well, they need retraining, well, they need to be trained for. They're like, no, man. Like, you still have to go through classes. Like, things change. We find better ways. Like, literally, like, we find better ways to deal with people psychologically. Like, you yeah, know what I mean? No, there should always be continuing. Anybody who's in any profession and thinks that, that it, it ends in where it starts shouldn't probably be in that position. There's always room for growth and change exactly. and development. No one is above learning something new. And when you get to that precedent where you decide that you know fucking everything then that's that's a problem because things change literally all the time like expectations change like we learn new things through research and learn that you know maybe this tactic that we used to think work doesn't work we've learned it through trial and error we've learned it through research we've learned it through whatever like experience so, like, as time change changes, like, everything should be changing with it. Everything should be changing and growing. The one thing constant in life has changed. Yeah. I, that was, it's, I, I could, I want to make sure that I got the quote right, but that's 100% true. Like, that's the one thing constant in life. Like, you know what I mean? Like, things are going to change. Like, yeah. And I honestly feel that, like, what's the, um, I'm pretty sure this is a regular quote, but I got this from Spider-Man. There was a, a series it's called Evolve or Die. Mm-mm. You know I mean? That's really what it comes down to. Like, do you want to be that? I'm not the same person I was a month ago. Do you want to be that same person? Do you not want to grow? Like, look at um Greg. Greg's not the same person he was like a year ago. He's not the same person he was when I met him 15 years ago. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's absolute like you know what I mean? Like, people grow. People become different people. 
Mm-hmm. And, I just, I just and sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad. Exactly. And again, that's why, like, if you're going for a higher position and you're being whatever, you should be vetted again. Like, everything should be looked at again. Because shit like this happens. Things that you did, abuse of power, whatever, you shouldn't be put into a higher position if you're not being vetted to make sure that you're not doing fucked up shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just odd to me that they don't have to be vetted again. I don't know. That's weird. If I, again, if I go for a higher position, they're going to look at all my work history, all my stuff. Like, I don't get how it doesn't work the same as it does in every other fucking job and field. Like, I don't get how you just get to bypass, like, all of that. And you're like, yep, you, okay, you can go in. When you're in a position of privilege, you can do whatever you do. So, a couple things I have uh, questions from and comments from listeners. Uh, we have a faithful listener, Fletchmo. He uh, asked them. I, I posted something that said, uh, "Feel cute, may record later." What's on you your mind? Fee cute. I know. Fee cute. Fee cute, may record later. Uh, and Fletchmo goes, "Fuel hoarders causing the gas shortage. Uh, causing the gas shortage. They uh, they were preparing." For. Oh my god! So I saw this lady's like <laughs> post, right? Like speaking of this, these people are fucking ridiculous. They're like, "Oh, Biden's been in office for like whatever amount of time, and it's already starting to go downhill." Um. Okay. So the system was hacked. That has nothing to do with the presidency. You fucking moron. Like that's not how that works. The system was fucking hacked, and it was hacked because it's privatized instead of being monitored like it should be. But no, it's because white men make money off of gas and oil. Like, it's privatized. Like, it has nothing to do with our government. It has everything to do with it being hacked. COVID changes the way things like things are delivered and, and, and processed. Like, a lot of things happened over the last couple couple of years that like cause oh now we're having this and now we're having that i i, I wish i would have like screenshotted it because she made all these irrational like ridiculous friggin comments and i was like is this lady for real like you do understand like that's not how this works like this that's not what's going on like you can't complain about something and not know all the details and facts and then just make it about someone when it's not like it literally made zero sense. Uh, so I, I so I decided to go to Twitter and see like what people are posting when it says gas shortage. If someone posts a picture of hemp, <laughs> well, because 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 we can make sustainable fuel and we don't because it's all about fucking money. Nobody gives a fuck. It's all about money. It's all about we have synthetic. Uh, so somebody just posted a. Uh, Terrifying to think that hackers thousands of miles away can push some buttons on a computer and cause gas shortage in the U.S. And they can do a lot worse. Good thing our intelligence community is busy promoting diversity and inclusion. That'll keep us safe for sure. Uh. I mean, I don't know if that was... No, it's not. That guy's a moron, too. Uh. They They said gas shortage, so Americans drove straight to the gas station to finish the job. That's because Americans are fucking gluttonous, greedy people. Dog, I saw somebody putting gas in a plastic bag. I thought it was a joke, and then someone who lives in the South was like, nah, they're doing that down here. But, like, how? How does that not eat through the fucking bag? It's gonna. Like, you can't leave it like that. It's highly toxic. And it's fucking retarded, because if you get into one car accident, you're literally, you're dead. The whole fucking car blows up. (laughs) People are dumb. 
people are stupid. And now we're going to cause an even more shortage because people are literally running to gas stations and fucking filling up, like, hundreds of gallons of gas into containers. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. <sighs> it's just like the toilet paper. Like, why? For why? why? Why are we hoarding all of it? It's selfishness. Right wing goes nuts over gas shortage. I think that should be that might be what I call it. What? Uh, right wing. Uh, <laughs> right wing goes nuts over gas shortage. But the, but they're all trying to blame it on something that it's not, which is hysterical because it was a fucking hack. Yeah. Because it's privatized. Where is your argument? I don't understand it. Like when dumb people say dumb shit, it drives me insane. It's like, do you know how this works? This is not how that works. Like it's not gas is not controlled by our government. And it was a major privatized gas company that is having the issue. A company that's located in the United States. Made by America. Like, this people are dumb. They're dumb. They're dumb. I hate fucking stupid people. Uh, one, more, one more tweet before we um, go with the next topic. One gas shortage. Y'all got me buying unfrosted Pop-Tarts. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I thought that was fucking hilarious. I can't. <laughs> Uh, and lastly, I, I don't have the gentleman's name, but he wanted me to, to bring up wrestling, ECW wrestling legend, New Jack, who was one of the most extreme people in wrestling history. He was a fucking lunatic. He was a crazy, crazy person. And the fact that he lived to be 58 is probably the most shocking thing about all this. Why? Well, one, that nobody killed him. Two, that he just does the craziest shit in the world. And I'll, and I'll... So, let me read the story. Uh, following ECW's clothes, uh, clothes. No, 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 that's not it. That's not it. That's not it. Okay, here we go. Following the, uh, ECW's clothes, a new Jack went to extreme pro wrestling, and his feud with Grimes was reignited when Grimes surprisingly attacked New Jack from behind with a guitar at Payback's a bitch event. New Jack's involved in the verbal dispute with XPW CEO Rob Black when Grimes appeared through the mat under the ring and attacked New Jack, aligning him with Black's faction, the Black Army. The beginning of the new that newly ignited feud featured both men in a tag match with Grimes teaming with the Messiah and New Jack aligning himself with the Supreme. During the match, New Jack was power bombed by Grimes through a, ta- a flaming table, and New Jack was on fire for over ten seconds. One of um, other major points of the feud featured New Jack diving uh, off of the Los Angeles Grand Olympic Auditorium balcony over thirty feet onto two tables with Grimes on top at, re- at Redemption made two thousand one. As well as uh, here's a good part. As well as Grimes throwing New Jack off the same balcony through many tables stacked below at New Year's Re- uh, Revolution in 2002. Now here's the part where it gets interesting. The feud culminated back in 2002 in a scaffolding match. Towards the, um, towards the end of the match, Jack broke the scaffolding and legitimately shot Grimes with a taser before throwing Grimes from the scaffolding and sending him crashing 40 feet below, uh, where over 12 tables stacked on each top of each other. The fall, uh, but Grimes missed uh, but two of them and came within less of a came within less than a foot of missing the ring completely. Grimes broke his fall on top of the rope, dislocating his ankles and suffering multiple other injuries in the process. In a 2000 documentary, Forever Hardcore, New Jack claimed that his intentions were to throw Grimes so hard that he would fall headfirst onto a steel turnbuckle and die as retaliation for the now infamous Danbury Fall at Living Danger 2001. He was a nut job. 
How did he have a heart attack at 58, though? Hmm? Being that physically fit, I wonder how he had a heart attack at 58. Uh, I don't did know. he ever use steroids? I don't think so, but I could be wrong. I mean, he might have just eaten like shit but worked out all the time. That could um, also be true. I was just wondering, like, he was young to have a heart attack. Yeah. Like, being, like... So this is what this dude's head looked like from the, sh- the shit that he used to get hit with. It literally looks like his brain is popping out of his head. That is all scar tissue, and that is gross. So this has been the Old Man Wade Show. I want to thank <laughs> Valkyrie for joining me here. You can find me on oldmanwade.com on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me on the Culture Comic Book News Podcast on Spotify, iTunes, and iHeartRadio, and I believe Spreaker. You can find the Superior Super Coffee and myself on the Facebook page, The Old Man Wade Show. I want to thank everybody who participates, everybody who comments, everyone who likes, everyone who shares the stuff that we go, we go on there. Thank you for your comments, and thank you all for being here. Um, until next time, peace. Damn it, Wade!